Well, good morning once again. I'm Pastor Reg again, in case I haven't met you. Thank you so much for coming. I know many of you are guests. We'd love to have you at Community Grace. What the kids, what you just observed was a transformation story. Jesus has been transforming lives for 2,000 years, ever since he came as the Messiah. We're in our Advent series at the church, and I just want to welcome you once again. We're going to continue that. I want to look at, real quick, this morning with you all, why Jesus has been transforming lives for all these years. Why Noel even trusted Christ and, and came to Christ. And then, you know what the kids did at the very end there, that last song? They told the sweetest story ever told. His name is Jesus Christ. What we're going to do right now is open the Bible and see where that all came from. Luke chapter 2 is where we're going. That is the primary verse for the Christmas story. It's certainly not the only place in Scripture. In fact, the fulfillment of God coming as a human, the incarnation, is throughout all of the Bible. But open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2 if you'd like to follow along. And all month we've been finding the treasure in Christmas, and we have found some great treasure so far. Got a little bit more for us to find together this morning. The first treasure that I want to lead you into finding in Christmas this today is treasure number one. God gave us the greatest gift ever. God gave us the greatest gift ever. Have you ever stopped and wondered, why do we give Christmas presents? Why do we give gifts at Christmas? I mean, it's great to go in and see a pile of gifts. Everybody loves it. It gives, it's great. It's joyful to give. But why? I mean, why is that a thing? Where did that come from? And here's the short answer. Because the Christmas gifts represent Jesus. Wrapped in swaddling cloths. Given as a baby. God himself given to us. Let's look at the Bible. Luke chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. So that's where he had to go to be taxed, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, Jesus. That's right. And what did she do then? Wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. We give gifts at Christmas. We give Christmas presents wrapped to represent Jesus who was wrapped in swaddling cloths. God's greatest gift ever given, the greatest gift ever given at any time. Wrapped in swaddling cloths for you and for me, for our salvation, so we can know him. He came, God himself came as a human so that we can know who he is, so that he can relate to us, so that he could live a perfect life and be the sacrifice for our sins, so that he can give us life, all of those things. And we celebrate the coming, the advent of Jesus at Christmas. And we replicate that and spread that joy by giving presents to each other. Now, we don't just look at the presents and we don't just receive the presents, right? What do we do? We give the presents. We give. We give. Why do we give presents? Because God gave first. 
That's our second treasure. We give because God gave first. Now see what you're doing, and I pray that your eyes are opened to a lifetime more of joy every Christmas and every time you give a gift because of what God gave us. Let's look at that. We give because God gave first. This is the same response of the first people to witness God's gift of Jesus. The candle that was lit today is called the shepherd's candle or the joy candle. It goes by both names. So let's see what the shepherds did. They were the first people to witness the greatest gift of all time given to all humanity. They were the first ones. Let's see what Scripture says about them in Luke 2, 8 and 9. All right, so here we have the birth going on in Bethlehem, and it says right here, and in the same region, a couple miles away, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Now we have to ask the question, and this is one great thing about the last 2,000 years of studying this scripture, why the shepherds? We tend to think shepherds were pretty cool people. I mean, we have little things of them on our mantles, in our house, under our tree, right? So they must be pretty cool. But back then, in that day, they were the outcasts of society. The poor, the marginalized, the unshaven, the ceremonially unclean, and the outcasts. They were uneducated, and that's who they were known. They were not known as trustworthy. They had no respect, and they had a very hard life. And you know what? God knows what he's doing. There is an absolute reason why God went to them first to tell the sweetest story ever told. He went to the shepherds first to proclaim to everyone in the world, I came for everyone. I came for you. And so the shepherds responded. And that's why this is the shepherd candle. As we get closer and closer to the moment Jesus was born to the white candle, which we'll be lighting on Christmas Eve, and we'd love for you all to come back for that. But as we march closer, Jesus is coming, the Messiah is coming he gets the shepherds involved to teach us this very thing. And we pick up in verse 10, 10 through 12, to see what happens next. And the angel said to them, fear not. Okay, they, were, they were very afraid by the angel's appearance. But the angel said, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ, the Messiah, the long-anticipated Messiah of God, the Christ, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. Let's go find him. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Everything Christianity is about, and therefore I say everything this whole world is about, is wrapped up right there in what the angels said in that moment. The angel said, fear not. You don't have to be afraid anymore. Humans are fearful creatures. And I tell you, that might not have ever been more relevant than it is this day that we live in right now. Listen to this. This is what God says. This is who God is, and this is the message of Christianity. Fear not. For behold, you've got to look, the angel said. If you're in fear, you're not beholding. You're not looking. Looking at what? Good news, which, means, which is the gospel. That's what gospel means. Good news of great joy. This is the gospel of joy, and this is why the shepherd candle is also the joy candle. 
If you believe that Jesus, and this was born in the city of David, he was God in eternity, he became one of us for us, as a gift for us, to give us life so that we can become part of his family and know him and be given a brand new life, a new start, washed white as snow. If you've received him as your savior, this is the fullness of joy. And you have received the fullness of joy once you believe him and receive him. Let me repeat that. You've received the fullness of joy. Now from here, we spend the rest of our lives growing in the awareness of what we've already been given. And that's why God calls us overcomers. We will have, we have full access through Jesus Christ as our Savior for full, full joy. Any other pursuit in life that we try to find joy in can never, ever satisfy. But in Christ, you've been given the fullness of it. Now, the shepherds got this. They got it, as many of us have. And maybe some of us are starting to understand it more today as we look at this scripture. But the shepherds got it. Let's see what they did with it. Verses 15 and 18 through 18. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger, just as the angel had said. And when they saw it, I'm sure they visited for a while and had a nice time, but then they did something profound, exactly what our kids did at the end of the play today. They made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. That was the response. We give that great treasure because God gave first to us. We share the greatest story ever told. Just like Noel, Hunter, Megan, Charlie, Natalie, and the gang went on to tell the Yum Yum Foodie Network the sweetest story ever told. It's a great picture, and I hope those kids get that, the importance of what they just showed us, and that we just celebrate this at Christmas. God giving his greatest gift to us and us worshiping him for that and telling everyone else. Two final scriptures as we conclude our day today. First, John 3.16. It was quoted earlier today, and I just want you to, to personalize this because it's talking to you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That can be you today. My friend, would you put your trust in Jesus Christ today and receive him? You can just pray right from where you are right now. And I'd encourage you to tell us about that if, if you do that today. You can write that on your communication card or see me or somebody else that you know after the service. And this is what we do with it, everyone else. 1 John 4, 19. We love because God first loved us. We need to love the world. And that's what we're going to do. Friends, brothers and sisters of Community Grace, we have 12 days before Christmas. Uh, we're doing daily Advent devotionals. If you haven't picked up a book, 12 days left. That's still plenty of time to get your Christmas worship going in your house. And uh, as the Messiah keeps coming, keeps closer and closer to coming. Uh, well, he did come 2,000 years ago, and he will come again someday. Please be ready for that. Let's close in prayer, and then we'll sing a closing song and dismiss. 
Lord God, I, I thank you so much for this day. All the ways that you've gifted and given us to worship you, and so many of those were exercised today. I pray that you'll bless all the kids and all the adults uh, who are here meeting in your name for your glory. We thank you for Christmas. We thank you that Jesus didn't stay a baby, but grew up to be our Savior and Lord, where he lives, rules, reigns today, and calls us to be his. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen.